was The Mandalorian Episode 3, The Sin Good. That's what the Was It Good podcast is going to find out. As always, you're joined by me, Ravi, and my two brothers, Christian and Arjuna. We're going to talk theories, how badass the end sequence was, and what the ice cream maker from Empire Strikes Back was actually carrying this whole time. <laughs> Whoa. Well, actually, um, I'm going to backtrack on the last part. Yep. We're not going to figure out what he was carrying in Empire Strikes Back on Cloud City. We're actually going to discuss what that device is what slash ice cream maker is that he's carrying. Major, major spoiler alert. Uh, and For Empire Strikes Back. And this is <laughs> and this will be disappointing to many. It does not carry ice cream. Yeah, it doesn't. And actually, you know, let's get, let's get that right out of the way right off the bat. I know we're talking Mandalorian, but it, what I'm referring to is in Empire Strikes Back when they're evacuating Cloud City. There's a character. Uh, the character's name is... I lost the page already. Chimpu. Anyway, the character's there, and he's carrying what is an ice cream maker, like a legitimate ice cream maker from the 1980s because, you know, props. And in The Mandalorian... When our Mandalorian character actually gets the bounty, the actual goods, it's revealed that it just ca- it's just a carrying case, essentially. Mm. So that long-time theory is dead, or that whatever that thought process I love was, it. what it was. I didn't even know that was a thing until... Like it's a it's ago. it's a deep cut. It's a deep, and you see it at conventions, right? So if you yeah. go to like if you yeah. go to L.A. Comic Con or you go to WonderCon or co- you know San Diego Comic Con or whatever, you always see a couple people running around dressed up, uh, and I think the m- the most we saw it was when we went to Star Wars Celebration in April in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We saw like a bunch of them, and I I think I think I turned to both of you and like what I don't understand what is this? Yeah, what is happening? Because there was there was like thirty of them gathered together. And um, I and I think that's like the funniest part or yeah. the coolest thing about this is like they can throw in those random like Easter eggs and stuff. Oh my god, keep them coming seriously. But anyway, that was a quick like uh, I digress there. Uh, as always, we start off with our one word impressions. We decide we would decide. Well, I guess we decide what the one word is, but we get to uh, summarize the entire episode in one word. Yes. Krishna, you haven't spoken much because I haven't let you. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thanks, Krishna. Oh, okay. Hi. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Anyway, Krishna, what's your one-word impression? My one-word impression is going to be very boring. It's going to be cool. Cool. Uh, cool. And it's cool because cool, episode three reinforces how cool this whole thing is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Okay. Someone didn't I swear today. I am not drunk. No. <laughs> the Mandalorian is cool. Baby Yoda is cool. It's not Baby Yoda. The aesthetic is very cool. No. It's, it's a quiet. It's like the way it's portrayed is very quiet, and that's cool to me. Cool. I just, the music is cool. Krishna. The ship's cool. The... The costumes, everything about the show. Apollo Creed is cool. <laughs> he, it, yes, yes, he is cool. Bur- burning a stormtrooper while he's still alive. Cool, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? When I you saw, said it. When I saw I that, I was like, "Isn't this a kids show? <laughs> what is the actual rating?" Wasn't it TVPG? Of Wasn't that show. what you pointed out in the first? Episode? Yeah, and actually, if you like, yeah. So if you pull up Chapter Three, The Sin. On IMDb, it's listed as TV PG. So burning people alive is that PG? was a really gnarly like when he the stormtrooper was screaming and agony and then death. Mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable. Here's why you can get away with it because why? Star Wars isn't real. Because um, 
stormtroopers are completely covered. Sure. Which takes away their humanity. So if you look at any kids shows, there's death in kids shows in every show. Me, show me an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants where a character dies. You know those action adventure. There's a like a like Power Rangers. What character ever dies? Plenty of characters die in Rebels. Plenty of characters die in in Clone Wars. All the time. The reason the reason you can get away with it is but they're clones. The reason you can get away with it is because when you cover up everything, it's it's less. You're putting a barrier between the kid and. The subject is that an actual like FCC ruling or something? I bet it is. I, it's theory I, of mine. But I bet for it is. those listening, I want someone to do the research for me. Does the FCC still exist? Yeah, barely. <laughs> the FCC won't let me be. Oh, Eminem! Try to shut me down on MTV. Eminem won, guys. Yeah, seriously, he did. Clearly, yeah. He won. he beat the FCC. They he he murdered them. Oh, I thought you meant like Eminem number one because uh, he's a clone now, so that's Eminem number two. Well, oh, wasn't there, wasn't oh, there oh, that theory in the early 2000s one. that he died? Yeah, because he looks that. completely different, but that's called nose job, people. Come on. Moving right along. Alone. Alone. Um, Arjuna, what is your one-word impression? I'm going to go with epic. So the reason I'm going to go with epic, epic is known as like, it, it, uh, and it's like a, this, the first three episodes are the start of this epic tale of this character, the Mandalorian. We've kind of... We've we see what the we see where the story is going now. It's about this Mandalorian, this 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 guy who doesn't say a lot, who takes bounties. who's supposed to be kind of this gray character, and we're introduced to some humanity within this character, saving this he's alien a, he, baby. He's not human. That's a hot take. Well, we don't know. He's a he's a he's supposedly he's a Mandalorian, so his Mandalorian titty. <laughs> right. Well, you know what I mean. His his individuality. Arjuna is so small minded; he only thinks humans exist. Well, you're they're... a speciest. Yeah, Twi'leks are just made to be slaves, right? And 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 be in sex dens. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, that was a great. That was Apollo. Great. Why don't we go to the? What did he say? The, I don't even the remember. The like Twilight uh, massage parlor, re- re- refresh, refreshing parlor. I think it's or something he said. It was great. He was great in the whole TV episode. PG. But <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> but but what I you know it's an epic because we're in the middle of this this tale, right? Star Wars is all about these epic tales of. Uh, of people, you know, com- you know, seemingly ordinary people going on these grand adventures, and we're on this adventure with the Mandalorian, right? He's already upended his regular life of being a bounty hunter. The hero's tale is what they call yes, it. Yes, the hero's tale. But it's interesting because the Mandalorian isn't necessarily your traditional hero, right? He arguably is, you know, not a great guy. He 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 kills for money. Um, even though it seems like he probably does it for pretty noble reasons for his. His, his Mandalorian clans, people. the foundlings, uh, and obviously there's a lot to talk about there. We've got a lot of information, uh, without it being a very exposition exposition heavy episode, which I thought was really well done. Uh, but yeah, for me, this is this the show is epic, and I think through three episodes, you know, I'm sold. I I am a fan of this show. It would take it would take a Walking Dead level. Uh, like six go. bad seasons in a row for me to quit on the show. Go go beyond that. Game of Thrones level. No, we said the same thing about Game of Thrones up until like the last two seasons, right? And then that thing fell off the rails. No, no, but you still watched it. I'm saying for me to yeah. not watch the oh, show. Oh, 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 I for see. me to not watch the show, I would need, like with The Walking Dead, six straight bad seasons. Wait, but correct me if I'm wrong. You s- 
still watched no, it. No, I I quit The Walking Dead. Again. Yeah, but you I I quit well before you did. No, I know, but that's, it took me six straight bad seasons to then finally say <laughs> you didn't I'm realize done. after one bad season. Yeah, I, 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 you, I you still watch CW shows. Yeah, but I enjoy I enjoy a piece <laughs> of those shows. I enjoy see I enjoy the best live action DC. Be honest with us. When you watch the CW shows, Mm -hmm. are you doing like second screen stuff or are you fully watching? I fully watch. My God, your attention to detail is amazing. I put my, I I generally try to put my phone away. Like I put it in my room and when I watch stuff, I try to just focus. Wow. That's weird. I know it's not traditional. It's a lost art. That's not art. He just can't multitask. I can multitask. Your iOS needs to be updated. What? Go back for recon, read, I can't say that word. Uh, let's, move, word. let's move along. Yes, what is your one word? I'm going to go with... Uh, Darth. Death. Balls. Shiny. Wait, I've done shiny before, haven't you I? You have. You did it for Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's a good one? Uh, product. <laughs> I'm gonna go with product. Product, interesting. Cool um, epic product is our sentence. That's our sentence. <laughs> cool epic product. The reason I go with product is because from episode one to episode three, I was hesitant on if I would ever cosplay or buy anything uh, in terms of like Mandalorian armor, and I can <laughs> easily <laughs> say right now officially that I'm, I'm, I've already started looking into it. And you already ordered a helmet. That was a Boba Fett replica helmet. It's completely different. Come on. Uh, it's a Mandalorian helmet. It's the yes, it's a Mandalorian helmet. Sure, but it's on it my is, shirt actually. It's the it's Bubba Fett's helmet, like a replica with the dents and the damage and all that. I'm looking to actually build out proper Mandal like the Mandalorian armor specific to this character. Uh, well, he already has had two variants of armor. So which one are you building? The shiny one. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Christian. Are you gonna do the beat up one? That would actually only be thing, pretty cool. Only thing that makes sense. But the problem though is you're you'd have to put in like yeah. Like things so you're as tall as me, so it matches, and I'd have to lose weight. So it seems like a lot of work for both of us. You guys more on one than the other. What about the Christian? Ba- what about the Christian Bale method, where you just are a twin and you do all the same things? So you you have sex with the same lady. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, okay. You, you chop off your fingers. Oh my god. No. Anyway, no, no, no one. Yeah. Okay. Hey, all right. No. <laughs> I don't think anyone's in. <laughs> That was a book. Okay, so moving along, we've obviously geared this podcast a little bit different from our traditional outline due to the fact that week over week it's going to be Mandalorian um, Forever. until the ser- the season is over. So our crackpot head uh, producer, Arjuna, came up Hello. with uh, basically a couple of sections. I'm just going to break them down real quick uh, just so that you, the listener, are aware of what's coming up. So we've got what it all means. Questions that we have for the show season, uh, highlights from the show for each of us, Easter theories, bold predictions revisited from our first episode on The Mandalorian, which covered episode one and two. Basically, we wanted to dive into our bold predictions for this episode, episode three, and then season-long predictions and see where those are at. And we'll make a bold prediction for episode four. And then finally, we'll wrap it up with the age-old question of was... I believe it was pronounced, was it good? Was it good? Hmm. Each of us should learn, was it good, in a different language. Hmm. Oh. Oh, I'm going to learn it in Klingon. That's stupid. (laughs) That would, I mean, that would be pretty cool. (laughs) 
Uh, so yeah, all right. So what it means? So uh, the episode starts out. Mr. Mandalorian is flying back to his planet, Untitled Planet. The nice thing I like about this series, and I feel like you guys would probably agree, is that we don't have the stupid title on screen of "You are now at Dagobah." Mm-hmm. You are because it, it, it's. Do you think they learned their mistakes from Rogue One, which yes. was literally in the first ten minutes, like twelve text on screens of yep. different planets? Yep, yep. Maybe they listened to like our pod. Back then, and then they're like, "Oh wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of there this 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 podcast is right." So we influenced it. You're welcome. Pa, I mean, I, I I'm not sure where I stand on it because we actually we haven't gotten a name of the planets yet that he's vi- he's visited two planets so far, a desert type planet, um, where the baby Yoda species, baby Yoda species. That's what we're gonna call it. The baby Yoda. The B Y S the bees the oh. the buys bees the buys buys the buys was the bounty which is called the bounty so we went to that planet and then obviously we started on this kind of muddy uh, muddy looking wet planet thing but it also if you notice from the exterior shot the the space shots it has three it, planets actually there's also the ice planet the very first there's mm. there's uh, right where he collects the first bounty yep there's there's kind of like these red veins on the planet which all also look like lava yeah so i actually made the joke yesterday when watching like oh look it's mustafar but i doubt anyone would ever want to go and live on mustafar because vader kind of made it his home sure. because it was such an evil planet right uh but, but it's actually mustafar's history is really explored in was it Vader Immortal, the VR game? Yeah. Which, by the way, the third installment, the third and last installment is coming out already. What? Yeah. So we need to get a, a we need one. we need to get an Oculus VR headset so we can play it. So, Krishna, I'm tasking that with you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and get that for me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so he's on the so he comes back to the planet. He has some kind of heart. Well, actually, before all that, so he comes back to the planet. He goes, gets his, collects his bounty. Mr. Nazi old man guy says, you know, because he questions, right? He questions, like, what are you going to do with it? And that's when the the main guy says, you know, that's against your creed, your code, mm. which is the bounty hunter code. Right. Right. Um, and then he takes his <laughs> ice cream maker filled with gold bars, goes back to bounty hunter, or excuse me, to Mando Mandalorian City, Subsidy. <laughs> The they Hidden City. The Hidden City. Well, we, they, fi- we find out some interesting facts. Let's hear them. Sure. The biggest one is that only one of them can emerge at a time. That is the creed that they have made. Yep, to keep themselves in to secret. To keep themselves in secret. So, in theory, no one knows about any of these other Mandalorians. He's the only known Mandalorian on that planet. So, or do they or do they share the the name and mantle of Mando? That also could potentially Because if be they can, you assume that they all don't, the rest of them don't want to just stay down there. I'm sure they want to. Yeah, adventure and have right. Yeah, so have lives. Right. I wonder if they just rotate who's Mando that month. Mando of the month. It's a, it's inter- It's an interesting thing, right? Mandalor like Mandalorians living in exile, mm. living such isolated lives. Uh, we also learned that they never take off their helmets. As well, I think that was kind of reinforced in the first episode, or mentioned in the first episode. It's which, certainly reinforced in this one. Which for this one, so I think that particular ruling, and I might be wrong, but I believe that ruling is particular to this clan. Right. Yeah. I don't believe that's like a general. No. Not based on what we. Rule. Not based on I mean, what I we mean, saw on Rebels. Well, I mean, yeah. just look at Rebels. The the uh, what's her name? Um, um, Satine. Satine. Yeah, she was. She, she never wore. She barely wore a mask. You know. Because she wants to show her weird hair off. And then the other thing we learned, we got the confirmation in the flashbacks that the Mandalorian's family mm. was murdered. Yeah. 
by CIS, which is the droid army right. from the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if anyone knows this. Was Mandalore ever attacked by the droid army? Yes. It was. Yes. So we do know that? Remember, so Mandalore <laughs> under um, the queen, uh, what was her stupid name? Sabine? Satine? Satine. Queen Satine Sabine. had said that they're going to keep Mandalore, Mandalore um, out of the war. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole thing where in the Clone Wars, they're attacked a couple times, various out, um, outskirts, outskirt, like, like various like uh, colonies or whatever were attacked. Sure. That's where she reached out to her good friend, Obi-Wan Kabuzi, who kind of came and helped around here and there. And it wasn't, and basically it was Obi-Wan trying to convince her, yeah, join with the Republic. We can send you guys aid. Right. So if I have to make a big guess, this is just one of those random battles where her people unfortunately suffer if he is in fact the mandalore right because i have a different theory which we can get to later let's go with it right now so my theory is they've mentioned multiple times now that this mandalorian clan specifically takes in and takes care of foundlings Mm -hmm. orphans uh my theory is that the mandalorian and potentially most of this clan are not mandalorian by species but just mandalorian in culture they were adopted into this culture, and they they then took on that culture. But I don't think I don't think our Mandalorian, who we're, we're following, is necessarily a Mandalorian species, but in the yeah. is, is in the style. Which actually lends credence to what we sort of picked up uh, from the last episode, with the first two episodes, and then a couple of lines in this episode, where we're not. He himself seems to have a little bit of a disconnect with being mandalorian like he the way he phrases certain things certain lines that he's had really make you or at least pause you're like is he actually a mandalorian or is he just pretending to be one right maybe he's learning to be one right and so that it just that makes so much sense at least that's what it seems to be hinting at right that he's a foundling he was uh saved and raised perhaps by this mandalorian clan and uh, that's sort of his way to survive in this world. And that's all I have to say about also, that. <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm done now. So he doesn't have a sigil, right? That no, he has no sigil. Right. And so he in the flashbacks, you know... He's wearing red. He's wearing red. Same with his parents. Same with everyone in that city right. or town or wherever. But if his family had had a sigil, he would have remembered, I would assume, what it was. So that again, I think that's more credence to he's not a Mandalorian because if he was, he would at least know what his sigil was. I also had the realization we question if he's a Mandalorian or not. Does it actually mean anything? No, I don't think it's super important. I yeah. just think it's like it's just interesting yeah. that he's not a Mandalorian potentially. And you know, I think it, I I wonder if it plays into it at all. Um, I feel like he'll just be bullied by the other Mandalorians, which we saw. Which we've kind we've of definitely seen. seen. Yeah. 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 But they did come to his aid at the end. Right. Which, which was, was interesting. Really cool. Uh, Baby Yoda is an essential part of the season. I feel like that's a... I mean... Well, but the, I, I think that's a... Di- I, I put that under what it means because I think it's definitive. I think... Well, the fact is he went against his bounty. Yes. He basically screwed over his entire clan. For a baby, mm-hmm. yeah, a and, and called the child, right. and now he's on the run from bounty hunters and whatever remnants there are left of the empire. So this, uh, let's get back to the empire. Um, Hertz, how do you pronounce his name? Herzog or something? Herzwig. 
Give me three seconds. Hermione. Hermione. Hermione Granger wasn't in Hermione. I heard that uh, Daniel Radcliffe is going to play a a Twilight teenager named Ari Uter. Oh, God. That sounds disgusting. Are you being serious? And then he's going to have a scar on his forehead, and he will become the Twilight who lived. But then the Mandalorian shoots him with his big gun and he explodes into like fifty pieces. What? What is wrong? What? That what is, do you that smoke is, before that is this? So strange. You guys don't believe me? No. Why not? Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> when they get baby, or excuse me, we refer to it as the child. When they get the child from the Mandalorian, <laughs> the Camino cloner, mm-hmm. who I think I still believe he's a Camino cloner. Or work there, or whatever, or is a clone nerd. They He's were talking about project. Does anyone remember the name of the project? I did not hear. Is that was that? Did he did he hear a project name when he was scanning it with his big gun? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's when yeah. he heard uh, them yeah. talking. They were yeah. talking about some kind of project extracting material. So there was a theory out there on the internet that they're going to try and take this baby and then clone it, right? Mass produce them. Mass produce sure. them. Something of that nature. A Yoda clone. Army. Do we think the these guys are working directly with the Empire, the uh, Emperor? Or I think. Or actually, let me let me rephrase. The Emperor's dead. Let me rephrase it better. No. So as alive. as we know in Battlefront Two, the video game, when um, Endor and the Death Star Two exploded and the Emperor was dead, right. there was a new set of orders given out to the fleet that was actually there. To go and start wiping out cer- certain areas, destroying things, sending fleets everywhere. So it's possible there was another contingency, another plan put in place that this guy is working off. Do we think, which would mean then that the Emperor had something else set up. Do we think that's a theory or a possibility? Or this guy's just fucking crazy and wants to clone Jedi for some I, fucked up reason? I would imagine that there's it's probably leaning more towards it's some type of contingency plan because if he was crazy like why why keep the stormtroopers and all the the to power authority yeah but then it's not the right authority that you want either the empire isn't necessarily feared in this universe anymore they're just seen as kind of ragtag and and remnants and whatever mm. i mean clear so clearly this you know this this um planet is on the outer rim right it, it's away from a lot of the main quote-unquote main action they even talk about the new republic they actually openly mock it and so to mm. me to me how they view how this this planet and how these people you know these mandalorians and stuff view the empire and the new republic and all these you know heroes and villains of the star wars trilogies are they don't actually give a fuck about them because it's just it's kind of like with us like who's in power it's a democrat it's a republican it's just like it doesn't matter. Like they, they It see, doesn't affect the day-to-day. It doesn't affect their day-to-day. They probably view it as just a corrupt government that doesn't do really anything for them. And it's just whatever. Mm. So to me, because I, I think, I think um, what's his name? Uh, um, uh, grief? Yeah, Grief mentioned. Grief, who's the the, um, the bounty hunter. Leader. Leader. Mentioned, um, call like, him by his proper name. Apollo Creed. <laughs> Honestly, that that would help. Yeah, seriously. Uh, oh, um, we can totally like this is our podcast. We can rename all the characters. Co-star like. from Predator. Oh, there <laughs> we go. Perfect. Uh, I always forget he's in that movie. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, him and Schwarzenegger have one of the greatest things where they do the like muscle thing, muscle arms, and it's like, just like the most bulked up, hulked out arms you've ever seen. 
Dude, imagine if the Avenger movies came out when, like, those types of stars were in their primes. Like, you have Schwarzenegger as, like, Thor. Oh, my God. You have, you have, the, you have Apollo Creed as War Machine. I'm sure, I'm sure it's been, <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. There's, like, I know fan someone, art or whatever. I know, I know someone's done this. Uh, no, so what I was saying was, you know, Grief says, like, well, like, he says sarcastically, like, well, you can, you can turn them into the New Republic, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? And it's, like, I think they view the Empire and the New Republic as the same thing. Weak? Weak, ineffective, corrupt, mm. you know, blah, blah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A thing that is in the way of a bounty hunter and probably, like, you know, like I said, the everyday life of people mm. that are in this universe, right. in this world. Right. Makes sense. All right. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good recap. I think so. And then, what? So Arjuna, Empire, also after the Mandalorian, a common goal to reunite them? Reunite, re- reunite who? Uh, so I wonder, the Empire is scattered at this point, right? Right. We know that there are more remnants of the Empire we will, we will meet in the series, unless Giancarlo Esposito filmed fake scenes and was part of the press and isn't actually part of the show. But oh, yeah, we know there's a, yeah, supposedly there's a Death Trooper there's squad. There's a Death Trooper squad. Do we think that there are multiple factions of the Empire after this baby, and it actually organizes more of the empire well into something well remember this episode kind of because we had that theory that the empire in general was after the kid right because there were multiple fobs or multiple like um bounties scanners order and bounties put out but it seems like it was grief the leader of the bounty clan that put them all out from that one location well it seems like Warner Her- Herzog's character yeah. requested multiple fobs yep. because he wanted... They really wanted it. Right. I mean, it feels like it's a large group already because look how many... Stormtroopers? Storm- yeah, he annihilated. He I counted at least 20 in the end sequence when he goes to rescue uh, the child mm-hmm. from the facility. Like He, he annihilated about 20 or so. So Damn. I feel like there's a pretty large group yeah. on that area or that uh, planet i'd be curious as to i guess maybe maybe not because if there's that many people then where's their ship why wouldn't they have something in orbit right to like shoot him down right exactly maybe they're not that organized organized or or that well equipped could be could be yeah could be it's also actually going back to the first episode when grief says you know i do have one no he's like no puck deep pockets the mandalorian's first guest isn't the empire it's the underworld right yeah mm, yeah it is actually. which so, would make sense which means in this world the underworld it, is more it powerful. seems more, it's more powerful yeah. than even remnants of the empire right it's interesting yeah it's good uh good callback cool what's next <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry christian you have someone yeah. to, i got someone to beat do you have someone to be I got some dd to play that's right that's true actually we do uh questions that we have. Here we go. Why did the Mandalorian save the baby and feel guilty? I think that is probably plot. Well, I think it. <laughs> wow. Well, I think it's the biggest question of the series, right? Everything you've been introduced of what a Mandalorian is and a bounty hunter is. This is changing. You know, it's changing that. What what we know of bounty hunters, what we know of Mandalorians, mm. um, and it, it's it seems like the the at least the 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 concept and the question of the first season is. Why is this Mandalorian doing what he's doing? I have a theory on this. Here's my theory. Is it for like? Okay, go ahead. Uh, I, it's like a, a minor theory. Uh, Yo- the baby Yoda is force sensitive, or is a uh, you know uses the force. I think baby Yoda um, 
his use the force to manipulate a little bit at least to you know uh create like that bond between them so that the mandalorian now feels some kind of because this baby yoda is defenseless right it needs a protector in this world so to me it's like he used the force and maybe those scenes from episode two when he was like raising his hand and trying to touch the Mandalorian is like, oh, he's trying to heal him. Well, what if he was actually trying to, you know, work on his brain or his heart to, you know, just just uh, have a little bit of a paternal instinct for the baby Yoda? How would you explain that in a series? You don't you don't need to. You don't there's oh. nothing. There's no you don't need to explain it. Um, but if, if there's a question of, you know, why does this Mandalorian feel the need to save the baby? Well, one, it's a paternal instinct Two, maybe he was manipulated through the force, you know. I don't know. It's the midichlorians, Christian. Actually, did anyone else feel like that's what they were uh, recording when they had these? That's what, that is, were that's scanning? exactly what I thought, yeah. yeah. I, I really, I really, I really thought they were thought be like, it's midichlorians. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was going to lose my mind if they, if they did that. Uh, I don't think it's the force. I think we got a clear – before he goes back, like, there are three key scenes. Three key scenes. Number one is when the uh, child is unscrewing the um, – uh, control thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is the flashback when he's getting his new armor when he's a kid. Yeah. He's abandoned. Mm-hmm. Well, not abandoned on purpose, but his parents are unfortunately you know, annihilated and by some robots. Thi- and something or someone saves him. Um, I'm going to assume the Republic. Nah. I'm Man- going to assume it's the Mandalorians. Pro- maybe. I would, as- I, w- I, w- I would lean towards that, and I feel like because he was saved when he was defenseless, yeah, and he sees this defenseless thing. Yep, he feels, and that's where the third scene is when what? he goes back and he sees the thing is missing. That's what if? I think. What would you do? Because obviously we're gonna get more of that flashback. What if he was saved by Yoda, or Yaddle? Because when that that would be the time when they're still in power, right? They're still around. This is during the Trade Federation War. So uh, this is like the height of uh, the Republic, right? Yeah. Right before the fall. Sure. So maybe Yoda or Yaddle like saves him. I don't know. That feels and maybe like and maybe that's another. Maybe that's the reason he like has affinity with this thing, because it's like a, a mini version of the thing that saved him as a kid. I think it's, it's called the circle of life. I think it's more simple. I think it's just like Paternal. he saw paternally saw a defenseless thing, and he was at some point defenseless and left alone. Mm-hmm. So and also it's so cute that how could you even? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he killed Jawas. Those aren't cute. Yeah, they're, they're, those, they smell. Jar, Jar Wars are kind of like the uh, Star Wars equivalent of raccoons. Yeah. They're cute. They're cute, they but sell, they're annoying they as hell. Se- they sell well. Mm. What? The toys. Well, okay, so we've talked about the Mandalorian. Why did the scientists try and save the baby? Because that is confusing to me. Yeah, I agree. That's definitely... Or, or, that, or, at least, or is that at least more interesting than And the scientist is clearly kept alive, right? Well, he it's said, wait, 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 why is this surprising? He said it in the very first episode. Oh, you said true. that it would be kept alive. No, 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 I agree, but we still don't understand why. Like, why this is a, like, a this is He's still a scientist. He's, he's not, e- not all scientists in science fiction are automatically no, evil. I well, that's not what we're saying. I but. agree with that, but still, this is a guy that works for the Empire. He's clearly survived for a few years post Empire fall. You feel like the the nice guys don't necessarily survive. He's staking a lot in trying to keep this baby alive. He even says to the Mandalorian, "Without me, this baby would have been dead by now." So he's putting he's putting his you know he's putting his own if reputation. We take a, if we take him at face, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait one second. I'm just gonna for those listening, if you watch our live stream, you can see what we're doing. I'm pushing up my glasses to go super nerd on you. Um, there's this little movie called Rogue One. 
where Jin Erso's father works for the Empire, but builds in some stupid safe thing so you can blow the damn thing sure. up. So not everyone who works in the Empire is evil. So you're saying five years after the fall of the Empire, mm-hmm. if he was truly like a good, good guy, he couldn't have just left? I think <laughs> I think we're going to learn. I think, <laughs> I, like, I think, hold on, hold on. I think we're going to learn more about what um, this remnant group, this like group is doing. And I think what I think the answer is, I think that they're trying to do some kind of cloning thing, and he is doing it in his best interest or his like to stop this whole process. Be interesting. I think that's what I think. This is like one of those, you know, try and stop the Death Star from within situations, which we've we've explored that before. So hmm. wouldn't be that kind of crazy. We'll have to wait and see. Crazy, crazy. They didn't wait and they didn't see. Oh God. What do you see? What we do know, though, is, uh, you know, not all these characters are going to survive. Wait, what? <laughs> How dare you? But it's a children's show. What about season two? I mean, they started filming season two, so. <gasps> so we just have to go break onto the set we, we know and the, see who shows up. <laughs> we know the Mandalorian helmet makes it. <laughs> That's all we know. We don't know if it's the same Mando, though. Where will the Mandalorian go turn to? That's easy. Turn to. I th- well, my theory is that he's going back to the planet where he got Baby Yoda. And he's going to link up with Cooley. Why would you go back to the planet where it was discovered? He's allies. He only has one. But everyone in the galaxy or everyone with the fobs know th- that that's where he came from. So? So wouldn't they all just go? Perhaps to defeat your enemy, you must do exactly what they expect. Okay. <laughs> I, I assume I would predict that in episode four we're going to be introduced to a, a new, new location. Yeah. Some new characters. I... I uh, my bold prediction, you know, spoiler alert, was dead wrong. I said Gina Carano's character was going to be in this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. She All wasn't. of our predictions I'm going to double down and say she's in episode four. Oh, my God. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Save I mean, episode four is like halfway point. But right? I, I feel like, yeah, because she's a ma- she's billed as a main character in this show, and she's yeah. been the first three, like almost half the season. Yeah. <laughs> and neither is Giancarlo <laughs> maybe they, Esposito. Maybe right? they got it wrong. They were main characters in season two, and then they fucked up <laughs> with whatever. It's already been greenlit, right? Yeah. yeah. It's filming. Right now. Oh, amazing. As uh, we speak. Uh, but it will be interesting. I, I do wonder if this show will have any callbacks to previous planets visited in main movies or, or spin other spinoff material. You have to you have to think that they will because, like, I'm playing Fallen Order right now. Sure. Spoiler for that as well. But, like, there's Kashyyyk. There's Dathomir. Um, mm. So there's a whole bunch of stuff. So the the Star Wars galaxy is massive, but for some reason we keep going to the similar planets over and over again. So. You, you know, uh, one of my coworkers, Jake, <laughs> uh, is a detractor of Star Wars, and he mentions like, how many more desert planets are we gonna get? Tatooine, Jakku. Oh, apparently the you know the new one in Episode Nine isn't either. Yeah. So I, I call it Jackoine. Jackoine. God. But you have to think that you have to think like, I guess our current galaxy is not a good example because. We've not found like a Earth-like planet. We haven't found life. Oh God, now I'm depressed. I think they have uh, found a couple Earth-like planets. Not that could sustain life I in think the they form have. that we know. Um, guys, the Earth is flat. <laughs> Go to hell. Um, how did they remove the tracking fob from Baby Yoda? I don't think it's been removed yet. No, it's not. So, so help you guys can maybe educate me on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. How does the tracking fob work? Does anyone actually know? Well, I do. 
So what happens is uh, once Yoda leaves the area, it beeps loudly. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so, okay, how, thanks, so how thanks. is there like – do you guys think – do we think there's like a tracking device within yeah. Yoda in the, in the baby? Do we think it's synced to the DNA of the baby? I think it's a DNA sync. So they – obviously at some point they're going to have to figure out how to disable this tracking thing. Otherwise, they will die. Like it. <laughs> Who's they? Mando and Yoda? Yes. Oh, the, yeah. And yeah. the ship. And anyone we'll who, all die. And anyone who joins him on this <laughs> Pretty much. idiotic quest. Because, because you know, he can only survive <laughs> yeah. probably so long before. Right. Because the Empire can track him. Yeah. The uh, mercenaries can track him. And you have to assume that this isn't the only mercenary guild that's going to be after this baby. Mm. This might not be the only Empire, you know. Um, and that was going back to why I think some Empire units could link up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it, it's going to become a common goal. And, and this guy... It's going to go all over the universe now, potentially, mm-hmm. to sh- and will be on the run forever. Right. Unless he can right. somehow remove it. Do his thing. So here's a guess, a theory on how this fob works. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that there are sensors that can detect life forms. We know that fobs require a chain code related to the bounty. The last four digits representing the age. I'm guessing with just those four digits, this fob would have beeped at any 50-year-old nearby. More digits in the code narrows down the search. It's interesting. But how does it scan? I don't know. Carbon co- Is it a quick carbon dating thing? Something? Mm. I'm not sure, but that's an interesting one. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. That's cool. Yeah, like more data points or whatever, then you get you can narrow it down. Right? All right. All right. Well, okay. Okay. I can dig it. I can dig it. So uh, what were your highlights, guys? <laughs> but you want my highlight? Oh, okay, I'll go. My personal highlight of the episode, I think, has to be um, just a really quick scene. It's at the very end when uh, Mandalorian is flying through space, and then all of a sudden you see Yoda, Yoda's hand trying to grab the ball thing again. <laughs> and then he gives it. <laughs> only because funny. in this one he reminds me so much of Megatron, your cat. Yep. Um, also, at the very beginning, when he is literally falls out of his like little, his like little uh, baby thing. Cr- cradle. Like he like is out, and then he's like hanging on, and he falls. Also, very much like Megatron when he's like is falling off of something, and he's hanging on for dear life. He's not hanging on for dear life. This is a cat. I just want to reiterate. We should mention that you know, rest in peace, the uh, carrier. It's dead. Yeah, that was a, a, a cute accessory for the baby. Major Yoda. character death in episode three. <laughs> the say. baby carrier? carriage. Dude, it had its own personality in the way it moved <laughs> and the way the door shut and opened. So our June at Star Wars Celebration 2020 <laughs> will be cosplaying as a fucking wait, wait, baby wait, wait. carriage. So, so you know how The Walking Dead had a, an after show called The Talking Dead? Yeah. They would do like a like in memoriam after you know for each episode for the characters that died in the episode that they mm-hmm. just watched. They should do that for Mandalorian, and then they should do like a memoriam for the the baby carrier mm. showing its best scenes where it was like, you know, zipped along by the, uh, the carrier for the Jawas. And, you know, when the Mando hit the button and it, it closed, do you want me to move this on? Or? No, I, oh, I'm wow. having, I'm having a tender moment here. So your favorite part of the Mandalorian so far is, was the baby carrier. I think it was bold by the writers to kill off such a popular <laughs> character. Uh, episode three. I do want to like, I, I thought that was the main character. Oh my oh God. Well, there's something wrong with you. Uh, second, what is the, what is your under over in terms of years for how long it's going to take for um, strollers to have uh, anti-gravity, uh, you know, basically look like that. I'm going to say 30 years. 
I'm going to go. You take the over or the under? I'm going to take the under on that. Really? Yeah, I'm going to take the under. Interesting. I'm going to take the over because just because there's this little known movie called Back to the Future that came out in the 1980s. And they had a very clear concept of hoverboards and hover cars, right? Oh, we haven't figured that out and yet. And that movie came out almost 40 fucking years ago. Yeah. When was the future, though? What was the future? 2015. Really? Yeah. So they thought by 2015 we'd have hoverboards. Which is 30 years from when that movie came out, yeah. right? So we're 34 cool. years into the future from when the first That's impressive. Back to the Future came out. Yeah. And we don't have a a little hoverboard yeah. or hover cars. So yeah. I'm going to I'm going to take the over. Yeah, but I'm going to take the over. But on the you've third. heard of another little movie called Blade Runner. They did the same thing where it was like by True. 2019 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's what Los I'm saying. Angeles was supposed to be all skyscrapers and just nonstop rain. I mean, we're getting close to the nonstop <laughs> rain part. The skyscrapers are coming. They are coming. There's but a giant one down the street building from us. Yeah. True. Uh, okay, so highlights then. So Arjuna's officially was the. Because it wasn't a highlight, it was sadness for I you. I do have a real highlight. Let's hear it. Uh, so I would say for me, the highlight of the episode w- would have to be the epic. Shootout scene at the end. I thought that was just. Um, I'm sorry. Please go back to the intro. It was clearly stated as badass end sequence. Yeah, that that sequence was one of the best action sequences I think we've seen in all of Star Wars mm. uh, across movies. You know, I, and like this is taking. I I would put it up there right now with the iconic moment of Qui Gon, Obi Wan, Darth Maul. Uh, you know. Throne room scene. Throne room scene from episode eight. Throne room scene from episode six. Um, Jar Jar swimming in episode one. Like those, when you think Star Wars, you think those <laughs> iconic scenes. You like, troll. This is up there for sure. You troll. Speaking of Jar Jar and trolling, when episode one came out, someone posted a picture of the Mandalorian removing his helmet and his big <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Oh God, <laughs> Christmas face. I would love if somebody <laughs> like if somebody like so if, <laughs> if a cosplayer goes out there and like puts the time and effort to like make a super real you know you know super accurate replica of the armor, have the helmet on, and they I can take it off and take it off, and they just have a Jar Jar hey, mask on. Hey, hey, that why why wait for someone else to do it? Yeah, you should do We're it. We're gonna do it. Are we? God. Yes. That's a lot of masks on a face. Hmm. I'm gonna get it. You remember the tiger, the guy who became a tiger? Oh, from Ripley's. Believe it or yeah, not, I remember that. I'm gonna weird. do that with Jar Jar. Like, I'm gonna make my face like that in real life. Hmm. Hey, uh, spoiler, you're already there. Uh, so Thank Darth you. Maul's race spoils a bounty hunter. I wouldn't say that. That that's a highlight. Well, I just wanted to highlight it because mm. I thought it was interesting. Well, Zabrak, uh, you know. Well, they're also in Fallen Order. You don't see me going. Ooh. We're not doing a podcast in the Fallen Order. Well, maybe we should. On the Met, well, then you can let me play the game. Uh. We're doing. I just thought it was interesting because also, when we saw some of the Mandalorian armor, we saw an armor to me that looked very similar to um, Death Watch. Death Watch Ooh. when it was owned by Darth Maul the Red. Yep. Uh, and it looked like red and black. It was red and black, and it looked like the top maybe at one point had horns on it. Wait, are you saying as so you saw? I oh, saw one. one okay, I saw gotcha. one of the Mandalorians. Yeah. And have a have red armor. And it didn't look like it had the horns anymore, but it looked like the helmet was beat up enough where it could have, and then they were removed. So I just thought that was... I thought seeing both of those things were interesting. Cool. Like, very interesting. Mm. That's probably, that's probably like, Easter eggs for Rebels fans. No, I think it's going to be in The Mandalorian, like, season 26. That guy will be the main character. Oh. Wow. They're going to go the Saw route. 
make everyone a main character one day. Well, damn. Christian, we, so we're moving into our Easter theories here. Christian, you had one about the actual ship. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a theory. It just, to me, it looks just like a remodeled Republic carrier. Like one of the dropships from Episode 2. So right in Episode 2, if you remember real quick, um, after the Gladiator fight, uh, basically the Republic comes down and basically starts the war, right? And the ships that pick up, uh, that have all the clone troopers and then pick up the Jedi, those ships look just like what uh, our guy Mando is flying around. Um, yeah, that's it, it, it looks like a little bit like that to me. I don't know. I could Espe- be wrong. Especially the like engine wings. Yeah. The, that's certainly a very distinct look. Yeah. Now, obviously, it doesn't have the doors on the side. It doesn't have the turrets. Right. But it, it looks like it could have been, at one point, that type of ship, right? It looks like it, like is in the same family of ships. Yeah. Or was remodeled or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, you know, but to me, that it, it just resembles that, it seems, too. So we've also got in here, uh, theory-wise, some Mandalorians are not Mandalorians. Christian, I think you were talking more on this one, right? Uh, Yeah. It, I mean, we've already kind of discussed that one. It's like a rehash. Uh, basically, these Mandalorians... Um, the idea that they have foundlings lends to the idea that perhaps all of these guys aren't true descendants of Mandalorians. There are others, other species taken in and raised in the culture. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, that kind of serves or uh, lends credence to why we question Mandalorians. And for those listening, the term foundling is uh, basically an infant that has been abandoned by its parents and is discovered and cared for by others. Mm-hmm. Found. Oh. Foundling. <laughs> Ling. Yeah, like, but like I children. I didn't know that. I was thinking foundlings were birds. Oh my god. Uh and then it also you also have to wonder if if some or many of these Mandalorians are foundlings, have many or any of them been to Mandalore? Probably not because we saw Mandalore in Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, and it was under imperial occupation. Yeah. Granted this is 5 years later. Don't know if And it, also it granted What's her face? The teen was kind of leading the people, but then she went on that side thing with Ahsoka. So I have no idea. Ahsoka Tano. And then New Republic as corrupt as the Empire thing. That's kind of a given. Any kind of government is corrupt. Hmm. All government is corrupt. Wow. Hot take. Not really a hot take. Just kind of like a, a thing. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, Arjun, your bold prediction from last week. You missed one of the Easter theories. Uh, oh, grief on the Mandalorian side. Yeah, I think, I think he's he's gonna go on anyone's side that has money. Well, I think there's. Oh, it's interesting, right? They have the shot where he kind of abandons the the battle. But I also I don't know if anyone else picked up on this. He when he kind of shoots the droid, it looks like he hesitates for a second. So it looks like he actually has a shot on the Mandalorian, and instead of shooting him, he just shoots the droid. Then when he goes onto the ship, the Mandalorian, right? We know him as this feared guy and whatever. Do we think he shot him there on purpose not to kill him? Yes. It's too obvious that you would pull out, look, I've got all this money, put it back there, and then he shoots directly there. There. Mm. Granted, is that, wait, what side's your heart on? Your left side. Oh, so then no, actually, maybe not. Yeah. He shot to kill. Maybe. Unless he saw the bulge. Ew. (laughs) <laughs> it's a children's this is show. A children's show. Yeah, children's show that burns stormtroopers. Oh my god. Anyway, so I just think I think it's interesting. I think there's some, and they clearly have a history of some type. Mm. Um, so I just I just wonder what's happening there. Why can't we be friends? 
Also, if he was trying to kill him, he would have shot him in the head. Who, the Mandalorian? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't shoot his other enemies in the heads. There's a bigger target area right here, so even if you miss, you're... you're yeah, but he's not wearing a helmet either, so it actually be... It, he's, he's unprotected. Heads, heads are harder to hit. I think that's why... Because I've always wanted that, too. Why don't I just aim for the head? And I think it's because you have a... Aiming for the chest is just a larger surface area than your head. Right, and also even you, it's you easier to move your head and maybe not yeah. kill someone. Yeah. Oh, that's the mistake Greedo made. Oh, boy. Because Han did this. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> ball predictions and not head shooting and all that. So, Arjuna, you said that Gina Carano was going to be introduced. Yep. You <laughs> lost, so as your punishment for <laughs> making a ball prediction and losing, you have to watch uh, the next episode of The Mandalorian uh, backwards and upside down. Interesting. Okay. 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 That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get right on that, Chief. He'll see some Easter eggs. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, recapping our bold predictions from the last podcast for this episode three. Christian has said Giancarlo will eat some type of chicken. Well, <laughs> that didn't happen because he wasn't in the episode. Yeah. Uh, well, I said, you know, maybe he did eat chicken off screen. That's true. We don't know. <laughs> I said we will be disappointed. We were not. Well, I no, wasn't. No, we weren't. So that's I don't a think lie. anyone yeah, was. Think was. So we're all wrong. We're 0 for 3. 0 for 3. Well, our season 1s, let's see. Can we let's see if we can update any of our season 1s. No, not really cuz Well, no, let's let's do our season 4 ones and then episode we'll re- four, episode, episode 4. four no, no, season 4. <laughs> yeah, I want to jump into season 4 of The Mandalorian I, right I now. I think they need season 4. Uh my know. season 4 for Mandalorian, he's dead. <laughs> wow. It's a new Mandalorian. Um, so for episode four, my bold prediction is going to be Gina Carano <laughs> and her character has a big talking point. Oh, that's hilarious. You just steal a mine? Oh yeah, pretty much. Damn. Oh, my God. That uh, you, just, you just straight up or, um, actually stole Arjuna, go ahead. What, what's yours? I think you should uh, take this. Uh, okay. Okay. My... Bold prediction. We will be disappointed. <laughs> that <laughs> it, wait, no, no. Uh, Giancarlo will eat some type of chicken. <laughs> no, I'm not going to steal. I'm not going to steal some. No, uh, my bold prediction is we will actually learn who saved the Mandalorian when he was a child in the flashback. Oh, you see another flashback. Yeah, okay. we'll get more flashback info. I'll, I'll make it more broad. We'll get more flashbacks of the Mandalorian and learn more about his past. Okay. Mm. I mean, okay. that's probably going to happen, so that wasn't really a bold prediction. No, not necessarily. We didn't get any flashbacks in episode two. Mm. My bold <laughs> prediction is the Mandalorian is going to get horribly injured, almost to the point of death, and Yoda, baby Yoda is going to heal him. That's not really a bold prediction. It either. is a bold prediction. Okay. It's more bold than we will be disappointed. <laughs> okay? That was George last week. I had a really good reason and point. Yeah, well. You had seen the though? episode. Exactly. Wait, that then but you were wrong. Yeah. How was you wrong? Then? You should have foolproofed it. All right. So our season-long predict bold predictions, uh, Christian, we will see the origins of the first order. You still good with that? Uh, yeah. I, I think that. I think we can um, stick with it. Uh, mine was won't know any ba- anything of baby or excuse me, we won't know the origins of the child, which is the baby Yoda species. Mm. I'm gonna stick with that as well. Okay. And Arjuna, yours? Mine was the Mandalorian gets a crew. Technically, you're I'm correct. Right. You're right he so far. He has a crew, and his He's name is Baby Yoda. It's not mm. fucking Baby Yoda. Yeah, but it's de- it's been called Baby Yoda because it has no name. Social media has called yes. it. The, the actual studio and Star Wars are referring to it as the child. That's fine. But 
you have to go with you have yeah. to go with what the general like you, the general you, populace you as a producer it, right? should know hold on a second hold you on. as a producer should know that twitter trends trump all right. nobody gives a f- it's called flying baby, fuck right. what the producer right right oh, so ravi you're saying that we don't want to use the hashtag baby yoda when promoting this podcast correct Please well that's incorrect not. because when i use baby yoda in our instagram post it did better than 80 percent of all of our other posts according <laughs> to instagram analytics so go fuck yourself <laughs> god nobody cares what you want ravi i'm gonna god. hashtag baby yoda forever yeah and this podcast is now going to be done solo. Huh? Oh, Han Solo. solo. No. Yes, the Han Solo is going to be doing it. Oh, I have a bold prediction. Han Solo will show up. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, he could. Wait, I'm sorry. Christian, did you just... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so do we the... even need to do this last for, for the... what the episode, the show is about. For those that are listening slash watching, we have an outline that we go through and do this fucking podcast. And we have a section that says, was it good? And Christian already went and wrote, Yes. What? You just ruined it. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, you right. ruined it for me, <coughs> Krishna. <laughs> was the Mandalorian episode three, the sin, bad? Whoa! <laughs> uh, I have to think about this. No. It well, was you not. wrote yes uh, in the outline. <laughs> he thinks it's bad. It's a good question though. Was it good? Uh, episode, I can't read. The episode was good. I liked episode two a little bit more, but it was still amazing. And I am all in on the episode. Well, you're just wrong. Arjuna. You um, don't ask me. You, you ask me. No, I'm asking you. Wait, you, you Ravi, I guess. Was The Mandalorian Episode 3 good? Yes, it was good. Would you watch it again? Yes. When will we watch it again? Not sure. Because I want to watch it with you. Uh, oh, I think it's tonight, actually. You got you. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Uh, Arjuna, was The Mandalorian good? Episode 3. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Uh, well, where would you Where would you rank it with the first three episodes? So Krishna said he s- thinks episode two is still the best. Where would you rank this one? This one's the best. I agree. I think this one is the best episode. Sure. You're both wrong. Why do you think episode two is better? Um, what did you like more about it? Uh, episode two. I just liked it because. Hey, we're gonna have to pause. They're at the door. Oh. Hold the door. Hold. Hello, everyone. Uh, Junior, you want time code this? I'll just make the cut. You'll make the cut. The cut. What do you mean, the cut? Can you bite the hand? We're still streaming. Oh, well, for everyone who's still watching... Uh, X gon' give it to you. We have people gon at give the door, so X. we have to let them in real quick. Dude. Soon. <laughs> so, oh, he's very mad. He's that, very mad. Was that Aaron? Yeah, he's it, was, it was Aaron. Okay, what were we talking about? Well, we need to pick up from where we, we stopped. Where, where, where did we stop? Uh, I think the last thing I said... Well, I, we were asking Krishna why he thinks... Oh. Why he thinks episode two is better than episode three. Uh, I liked episode two a little bit more because uh, episode two was quieter. Like there was less talking Mm -hmm. and there was more of an emphasis, I feel like, on like uh, cinematography. I I just – the feel of episode two to me was – I just liked more. Not saying it's a huge difference, but I just liked it. Christian didn't like this episode because it was directed by a woman. Wow. What the fuck? That's what he just that said. That is not true. Wow. He just said that's what he said. Thank you for ruining Also, my we life. didn't mention this, but uh Deborah Chow who directed this episode will actually be the showrunner mm. for the Obi Wan show. So if you liked this episode and the style, you will be getting a lot more of this. Hopefully. Uh, that's that's not how that works. <laughs> no, you, in theory hello, Mr. Cat. In theory, yeah. In theory, yeah, but yeah. you know. I'm not gonna go. We'll talk afterwards. We'll talk offline. We'll talk off. We'll talk oh, offline. oh, Deborah Chow's. She's Canadian. Oh, oh, it's gonna be a lot of maple syrup. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> Obi-Wan's going to have a completely different accent. Actually, Deborah Chow, so she did Flower in the Attic, The uh, High Cost of Living, Day Press. Oh, she did The Hill. Wow, that's interesting. The remake? Uh, uh, back in 2004. I think that's uh, the original. I don't know. Anyway, um, that's our podcast. <laughs> there it is. Yes, we will. Well, some of us will be back next Friday. Others of us will not be here. Oh, that's right. You're going to Paris. Arjuna, tell us, what are you doing in Paris? Uh, Great. I, Thank you for listening. Uh, I will be recording a few selects that you guys will uh, sprinkle throughout the episode. This is assuming you can watch the episode. Who's cutting it? Well, you guys have to figure that out. I'm not going to be no, here. No, no, goes, I don't know how to cut. <laughs> uh, we'll fig- we'll fig- we'll talk offline about it. But yeah, I will. I will. Uh, well, it comes out on midnight. So Copy that. I'm just gonna probably watch it the night of Thanksgiving. Oh. Oh wow. Yeah. I guess that's good point. Sense. Oh, then, then we could do a podcast. You could cut it and get everything, all the assets ready and schedule before you leave. If you guys want to, I mean, I'll do it. All right, and we'll pay you in cranberries. You can. You can. You can pay me in um, cranberries. In croissants. Deal. Anyway, thank you for listening. That is going to do it for us at Was It Good. You can find us on Twitter at Was It Good. You can find us on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. Uh, also on Twitch at Was It Good. Nice. Be sure you like, subscribe, and uh, turn on that notification button and all that fucking bullshit. Goodbye. <laughs>